Let's continue our study of discipleship about living out the gospel of Jesus Christ. We've called our right hand the axe two hand. And the fingers on that hand represent the five ways that the first Christians obeyed the Lord in Acts 2. Be baptized. Pray to your father. Read the Bible. Gather to worship. And give to your church. These five ways of obeying Jesus are the first steps of the Christian life. So you should start doing them as soon as you possibly can can to help you grow as a child of God. But let's call your left hand the Colossians 3 and 4 hand. Let's start that part over again. Okay. Let's call your left hand the Colossians 3 and 4 hand. The fingers on your left hand represent five more ways to obey Jesus. These five will, though they, they'll take more time and effort than the other five. But they are just as important. They involve witnessing about Jesus, loving others, worshiping with family, taking off sin, and enduring to the end. These five ways of obeying Jesus can all be found in Colossians 3 and 4. Now, this section of Colossians begins with an important principle for following Jesus. Colossians 3, chapter uh, verses 1 to 4 says, So if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Christ, 
kumene Kristo akukala kudzengera manjala mulongo mudzifuna funa zinthu za kumwamba osati zinthu zapadziko la pansi pakuti munafa ndipo moyo wanu tsopano wabisika pamozi ndi Kristo mulongo Kristo amene ndiye moyo wanu akazaonekeranso pamenepo inunso muzaonekera naye pamodzi muulemerero Paul reminds us that God has made us new Paul akutikumbutsa ife kuti mulongutu watipanga ife kukala atsopano Your old sinful self has died. And you have been raised with Christ. Your life is hidden with Christ in God. And one day Christ will come to glorify you and make you like Jesus. So because God has made you new. Paul says you should have new thoughts and new desires. You can't continue thinking and desiring earthly things. That belong to your old way of life. You should begin thinking about and desiring things that please Christ and glorify Him. And those new thoughts and desires will change your actions. When you set your mind on things above, when you desire heavenly things and not earthly things, then you will witness about Jesus. You will love others. You will worship with your family. You will take off sin. And you will endure to the end. So let's take that first way of obeying Jesus in Colossians, witnessing about Jesus. If you have a Bible, you can look at Colossians chapter 4, verses 5 and 6. Paul says, Act wisely toward outsiders, making the most of the time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you should answer each person. Akuti maendedwe anu pakati pa akunja akhali anzelo ndipo mugwiritse mchito mpata uli wonse umene muli nawo mayankulidwe anu nthawi zonse akhale odzaza ndi kisomo ndi ogoma kuti mudziwe kuyanka aliense Time is short. At any moment, 
time will end with the return of Christ Bani, and eternity will begin. Ntao inaidionse ntao izata bamene Yesu Kristo akubwela ndipo moyo wamuyaya uzayambika. So there is only a short time for people to hear the gospel of Christ. Munjira ina ntao indioche bamene antwali nae kutakamzo tenga wa Yesu Kristo. There's only a short time for them to become children of God. Bani ntao yoche payoka kuti wakakale ya namulungo. And so Paul says because time is short we need to make the most of the time. We must act wisely toward outsiders. Outsiders are people who are outside the family of God. So how do we act in wisdom toward people who are not children of God? We act wisely toward them by speaking truth to him Tima, to them Timachita Paul says our speech toward them should be gracious it should be filled with the news of God's grace for us in Jesus. Paul says that filling our speech with the gospel is like seasoning it with salt. So when outsiders talk to us, of course, they should find us kind and helpful. But more importantly, they should hear the truth that will bring joy and salvation. Our speech should help people by pointing them to salvation in Jesus Christ. Now, before Jesus ascended into heaven in the book of Acts, he he's gave a command to his disciples. Yes, I said, I'm going to in Acts chapter 1 verse 8 he said but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth so followers of Jesus are witnesses about Jesus. In a courtroom, a witness speaks about what they have experienced in order to help reveal the truth. So 
And in the in the same way, Christians are called to testify to the truth about Jesus to the world. And even though this task began with the first Christians in Jerusalem, it continues today as we seek to take the gospel to the ends of the earth. And, and this task will only be completed when Jesus returns. Now, when we think about it, the task of taking the gospel to the ends of the earth is an overwhelming task. And it's even more difficult when we consider that the Bible says that Satan has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the truth of the gospel. But we shouldn't be afraid. Because Jesus says he has given us the power to fulfill his command. We have received the power to bear witness about Jesus through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. Now the Holy Spirit's power doesn't make our task easy, but it does make make it simple. We can't open the eyes of the blind. We can't convince anyone to believe the gospel. But thankfully, it isn't our job to do these things. It's our job to be witnesses. It's our job to speak about the grace of God towards us in Jesus. It's the Holy Spirit's job to change people. The Holy Spirit will fill our words with power. He will convict people of the He will open their eyes to their need for Jesus. We sow the seed of the gospel, but the Holy Spirit causes it to grow. Now, of course, most preachers, most Christians will never be preachers. But that doesn't mean that they can't share the gospel. Every child of God can bear witness about Jesus. Witnessing about Jesus is as easy as telling two stories. Your story 
and God's story. So you need to tell your story. God has made you new. Witnessing about Jesus is as easy as telling your friends and family about what God has done in your life. And your story has three simple parts. First, tell about your life before Jesus. Second, tell how you began to follow Jesus. And third, tell how Jesus has changed your life. So begin by telling about your life as a sinner. Before following Jesus, you tried to find happiness in your sin. But sin could never bring you lasting joy. Then tell how you heard the gospel. And how the Holy Spirit began to convict you of sin. Tell how you confessed Jesus as Lord and believed in his death and resurrection. And finally, tell how you have changed since following Jesus. Speak about the joy and peace that you know through Christ. And by telling your story of change, God will grow a desire for change in other people. Through your story, they will see that they too can't find happiness in sin. And this will cause them to want to hear the good news about Jesus that changed you. But of course, your story won't save anyone. That's why you also must tell God's story. But your story can give someone the desire to hear God's story. Now, in earlier lessons, we've already taught the four truths of God's story. But at the same time, you don't have to be a preacher to share these four truths. Anyone can do it. 
The story is simple. And this is the story that you believe. This is the story that changed you. So don't be afraid to share it with someone else. And remember that it is the Holy Spirit who will use God's story powerfully. It's simply your job to share it. So think about your family, your friends, your co-workers, people that you just meet on the street. How many of them continue to live in sin? How many of them have never experienced the change of the gospel? How many of them have no hope of eternal life? How many of them are outside God's family? Every day we encounter people who will go to hell if they die. And just as we already read in Colossians 4, 5, Paul says we have to make the most of the time because it is short. People we speak to every day, they only have a short time and then they are going to be in eternity. And you may be the only person in their life who will bear witness to them about Jesus. So what could be more important? For God's glory and for the salvation of the people we love, we must fill our speech with the news of God's grace. So get started by choosing one person. One person that you will pray for and you will share the gospel with. And begin praying for this person every day. Ask God for the opportunity to tell this person about Jesus. Ask him to begin working in this person's life to bring them to faith. And then when that opportunity comes, be bold and bear witness about Jesus. And maybe they will believe in Christ. Or maybe they will choose to continue in their sin. Their choice is not in your hands. The Holy Spirit must work in their lives. But we must be faithful to present Jesus. We must be faithful to put the choice before
for them. And we never know how God will use us if we are faithful to witness about Jesus.